we're here. We're here. Finally doing, we are a, doing podcast. a podcast. Um, so hello, internet. Hello, internet. In a bizarre turn of events. I was thinking about this this morning. Like two years ago, I made that joke video about mm. podcasts say nothing for 20 minutes. True. And now I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, you are, <laughs> you are doing a podcast. <laughs> come full circle. But hopefully we won't say nothing. Yeah. I think we'll have something to say. <laughs> um, but this is the official Magnify Studio podcast. Yeah, this is it. Um, we introduce ourselves. Yeah, I guess that's so. the best thing. You go first. Yeah. Who so, well, I'm Philip. Philip Shibata. Uh, I am part of the Magnify Studio, and uh, do all things creative, do music, um, design, and do some Japanese stuff. I guess. Oh. Yeah. That's basically it. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm Jonathan Ogden. I make music also, and used to be a graphic designer. Still do a little bit, and. We're the co-founders of Magnify Studio, exactly. which is all focused on faith and art coming together. So why did we do this? Why are we doing a podcast? Why are we doing a podcast? Really? I, that was a really big question. <laughs> I think we were talked about it for, for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I think last week we decided, yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's kind of how we roll. Um, it's yeah. going to be like a short form way of talking about the subject of art and faith. Yeah. But in a casual, fun kind of way. Yeah. We just thought that would be a fun place to kind of, because we do a lot of like fun conversations during our meetups, you know, we do this Magnet Friday, um, <laughs> and during those times we talk about pretty cool topics, or when we're in the car too, or yeah. we talk with other people, and we're like, well, this, we should have recorded that. we should have recorded <laughs> this. So this is yeah. us trying to uh, do that, and now doing it in a space that looks very mic'd up <laughs> very, Prepared, so. very natural this yes. is how it is all the time very, when we it talk. is very, very natural this is how we talk we so, always set this up we just don't hit record usually, exactly. so. <laughs> but i mean anyways where are we where is the what is this aesthetic place that we're in this right is um a place what i just moved into <laughs> so it is very warm actually it's very warm <laughs> the windows are pretty hot we've yeah. got a fan going over there and uh you know we're just doing what we can to keep cool but yeah I think British people in general were not good with like heat. No, we complain when it's cold, <laughs> and then the minute it gets more than like twenty degrees C, everyone's like, "It's too hot, yeah. too hot." I don't like that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so. Sweating cobs, people say. Cobs, yes, indeed. <laughs> I guess uh, when you're going to be in this podcast, you're going to learn a lot about British humor, British words. Uh, today, we actually have this really nice tea here. What is this? This is Yorkshire tea. It's a classic. One pound fifty. <laughs> you don't need to see the price. We can. We don't need to talk about that. Um, it's just a great classic tea. We're going to try yeah. different teas. I think most yeah. episodes. But what makes this tea kind of like the standard tea? I think. I mean, a black tea is like your standard British tea, right? And this one just there's a lot of different ones. PG Tips, Tetley. Tetley. Yeah. I just like Yorkshire tea. I don't know why. The box is quite nice. It's got a sheep mm. on it, which feels <laughs> biblical. <laughs> and um just tastes good tastes just good it's the spot it's like a comfort drink just gonna sip on some yeah do it <laughs> get it right in the mic <laughs> <laughs> anyways it's kind of funny here <laughs> here How was that do you want to give a review of the <laughs> oh, oh sorry the the tea <clears throat> it it's tea Mm. It's definitely tea, but I mean, speaking from kind of like a non-British kind of living from different countries, mm. I really understand why tea tastes great here. Mm. 
Because it's usually cold and wet and gross. <laughs> yeah, it's usually cold, yeah. wet, and grimy. Uh, Insulation is horrible in a lot of old homes here. I mean, obviously, this home is a little too hot for tea, but still, <laughs> we're British. We love it. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> we're pushing through. We're doing it for you guys. Yeah. Yep. So. so I hope you appreciate it. But yeah. And uh, you can't have tea without biscuits, right? Yes. Are we going to have some yes. biscuits? So I actually went to the store. Wait, can I do this? It's time for... We'll make a proper jingle right. soon, but... Biscuit of the day. Yes. Okay. So, an Aldi bag. <laughs> Legendary Aldi. Just a little tip. Aldi is from Germany. So mm. Efficiency is from Germany. Anyways, today I brought the standard... Oh. Of course. Yes. The tea cakes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Explain to me what this is. This is like cake. a... Um, is this the Tunnocks one? Yes, it is. So <laughs> it is the Tunnocks one. It's like a a little biscuity thing on the bottom. Uh, marshmallow on top. And then all concealed, contained within a chocolate wrapper. And then foil as well. So you bite and there's like a very thin crunch. Mm-hmm. Just as you get through the chocolate. Yeah. But then you sink through the mushroom layer. And then it you stop at the foundation <laughs> of the biscuit. And there's a little solid part as well. Sounds good. Should we open it up? Let's try it out. All right. It even says 19... Oh, not even 19. 1890. Wow. Established in 1890. We're eating history. Does that mean it's made or the company was established in 1890? I think these actual ones. Wow, really? (laughs) Made in 1890. Crazy. Well, anyways. That's why they taste so vintage. They've melted quite a lot, you know. Did they melt? Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We should use the fridge next time. Here we go. <laughs> Those viewers. Oh, anyone listening is just <laughs> hearing rustling sounds right now. <laughs> so it looks like a chocolate dome. And well let's just try. Let's let's oh, let no. the viewers. <laughs> mm. It's so soft. <laughs> oh dear. This is gonna make a right mess. <laughs> but it's nice. It's got this like you got the biscuit. <laughs> All right, carry on. You got mm-hmm. the biscuit on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of biting into that really creamy part, and you're like, oh no. Is this going to be just. Is it? Is Am that it? The fluffiness. Forever. But then just that, that biscuit on the bottom just reminds you, hey, I'm here. Mm. I'm here for you. It's like the gospel in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, am I going to be sinking through the marshmallow of life forever? And it's like, no. Mm the lord's there for me just like the biscuit got <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was the biscuit of the day <laughs> there we that, go. Was, that was probably good and a short sermon anyway we're gonna have a little <laughs> you don't have to slurp that loud every time <laughs> we're gonna have a little segment on this podcast every time something we're borrowing from our old youtube channel uh and it's called things we like I think I pressed the boom at the same time. Let me try that again. Things we like. Things we like. Things right. we like. So in this segment, we talk about, you guessed it, things, things we like. We like. <laughs> so, Philip, what do you like? <laughs> yeah, I like a lot of stuff. Um, but something that I've recently just enjoyed even more, and I think some of you already know, is this book here. Hold on, let me just... I don't know what, if you can see that, but that is Psalms. <laughs> The Book of Psalms, but done in a very 
artistic, really beautiful way. And mm. it's a really cool company called Alabaster Co. And they're based in Pasadena in uh, SoCal, I think, right? Yeah. Right. And we actually were able to visit them and, um, you know, go see their studio too, their office. And uh, you will or you have seen the video by now. We, we've created the creator series. Depending about on when this comes out. <laughs> depending on when this video is or when you're listening to this podcast. But something that I really just enjoyed after just hearing from them and their heart to, to just create beautiful things that kind of... In, not enticed, but wakes up kind of like the creative, beautiful aspect of what Bible could be. Mm. Um, yeah, and I, I just found that so so cool. Mm. Like that, that it's 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 a beautiful thing, and it's a yeah. Bible. Like, why shouldn't the Bible be beautiful too? Mm. Why does it have to be in like these thin paper that almost <laughs> looks like you can rip it off? Wafer pages, you know. So, in that sense, I I, I really enjoy it. So. I would highly recommend it. Um, they haven't sponsored me at all. <laughs> but not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. But definitely <laughs> worth uh, looking into or even giving it for a present or something. Mm -hmm. Really worth that. Been enjoying that. Alabaster. We love them. We love them. We love them. I'm going to be using this too much, by the way, in this episode. It's new and I'm getting used <laughs> to it. Okay. Um, my thing that I like is a band artist. I think it's a band called Riders. Yes. Riders. Um, so, <laughs> Riders is a project out of, if I get this right, Circuit Riders kind of ministry movement. So, mm. Circuit Riders are based out in California, kind of a missions team. They have like worship albums out under Circuit Riders music. But then there's also Riders, which is more like an indie sounding. It's like if Tame Impala led worship. <laughs> mixed with I don't know cool indie bands and stuff Gen um, Z style yeah Gen very Z Gen Z which I love and um, what I love about it is it's so creative and it's so like mm. bold I want to say like it's yeah, yeah. it doesn't sound like people figuring out what they want to do it's yeah. just like we're doing this and we're going for it um, and I believe it's two brothers Josh and Spencer uh, Josh kind of vocalizing and then mm. Spencer producing I think um but yeah, just the sound and everything about it is so like fresh and bold. And it's also like completely unashamed lyrically. Like it's so about mm. Jesus and not yeah. like a lot of indie projects are like very cool musically and then try and be, well, not try and be cool <laughs> lyrically, but like can kind of hide it a little bit, you know, yeah, and be yeah. like we're doing this indie thing, so we'll make it more accessible there. But it's like fully indie and like fully about Jesus at the same yeah. time. And it's very like just out there um so there's four songs out right now mm. i can't even pick one because they're all great but i think without you is the first one they put out oh yeah and it's a banger it is a banger about to hit a million plays on spotify oh wow so already we could get it there together yes it might already be there but um <laughs> they're actually quite big in tiktok right one of them yeah. they, they do tiktok really well they kill it on tiktok they really do yeah so riders everyone <laughs> <laughs> wonderful wonderful Anyway, speaking of TikTok, this yeah. brings us to today's big question. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yes. Is TikTok ruining music? <laughs> what do you think? Is it? Is it not? 
Is it? Is it not? Do we need to explain what TikTok <clears throat> is? Probably not. I think most people know. If you need explanation about TikTok, get off Facebook, go on Instagram, <laughs> and then from Instagram, go to TikTok. That's just yeah. the way to go. Just Google it. <laughs> It'll all make sense. But yeah, that is a really good question. Mm. I, th- I think in general, like a lot of people have been talking about that. I've seen uh, people post about it uh-huh. on TikTok, <laughs> on yep. Instagram too. Um, but yeah, that's a very polarizing thing yeah. going on right now. I think it's that thing of like, there's the whole debate of art versus content yeah. going on. Um, and then also, it's not just TikTok, I suppose. Instagram has reels. Yeah. YouTube has YouTube shorts now. Mm. And there's definitely a move in terms of online content to short form videos, um, mostly vertical because it's for mobile, which I guess reflects our habits of how we actually browse and use mm. the web. It's like most people are just sat on their phones doing this. <laughs> yeah. So it's all like short videos, short attention span. It's, I guess it's like the tweets of video. It's yeah. like one line, just a quick meme or joke or mm. clip of a song. But I've definitely found, at least music-wise, because a lot of people use the same audio, right? So, like, mm. someone will make a video using a clip of a pop song, and then everyone uses that same clip to make their video. And it's like, I found that I, I knew one line of a lot of different songs yeah, without yeah, knowing the rest yeah. of them. So, True. I'd hear some on the radio, and then that, that one line would come up and be like, oh, that's that song from TikTok. Yeah. But I only knew that one part. So, I don't know if it's kind of a shame that songs are reduced to like the most singable line and then the rest mm-hmm. is kind of, or does it actually point people to go listen to the full one? Yeah. I don't, I know. don't know. I mean like there's some people and friends that we know that, you know, through their TikTok, you know, their streaming's mm. doubled that's and true. that's amazing. Like that's good stuff. But then there's some people that just, I mean like artists in general, they don't, some artists, they don't want to play the game. So when pe- mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing it, they just don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think, I struggle seeing that, trying to figure out, okay, what to do in that. Mm. Um, and I think TikTok in general, it's an interesting thing. Like the attention span for all of us have kind of <laughs> went Shorten. from three minutes to now like 10 seconds, yeah. almost, right? So <laughs> the attention span's there. But then the interesting thing is when I thought in the very beginning and it stressed me out was like, okay, well, 10 seconds, but then it has to be really good. Mm. But actually in TikTok, it, it shouldn't be too good. Mm-hmm. It should have that kind of low effortness True. to it. Yeah. Yeah, 10 seconds. So it's like, but when I realized that, it actually freed me from actually trying to make an amazing content mm. within 10 seconds. Yeah. But rather, okay, within 10 seconds, I could do this much. Yeah. And then just post it out. I think that's the carryover of the Instagram generation. Yeah. Because we've grown up with like, everything's aesthetic and everything's yeah, yeah, like yeah. filtered and you get the nice shot and everything looks cool. So then even videos... Like, we've come from making YouTube videos or short films where it's, like, really labored and you take a long time. Whereas, yeah, TikTok's just, like, I'm just going to grab my phone and shoot something. Mm. Most of them, people making TikToks are editing it on their phone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. They make a whole thing and it's all just done on the phone. Um, And in the app, usually. But then, yeah, I think it took me a while to, like, undo that mindset. Like, wait, I don't have to color grade this video <laughs> i can just post something from my phone um and i don't know if that's good or bad it just yeah i mean that's great you know let's say let's say you know you you do the 10 second thing mm. you compromise your style and it's just really just on your phone yeah but then your music is totally different so how does that actually work for you like you know you create yeah. content 
but then also you got music right so how mm-hmm. does how does that look like on your tiktok actually it's a complete mess so <laughs> my I, I spent probably the first year on tiktok just making random videos trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out what is this yeah so some of them were like hey this is me this is my music um some of them were just like jokes or like trends that i was seeing i just did the trend and then um i felt like it was a bit confusing if anyone came to my page they'd be like mm. who is this person because yeah, every yeah. video is different um so i started going a little bit more into like memes just because mm-hmm. i found them quite fun to make and i actually like in high school was in film club and used to make comedy videos and it was like i've always enjoyed that kind of silly aspect yeah, of just yeah. making fun stuff and i was like well here's an outlet where it doesn't have to be your polished professional look it could yeah. be like fun stuff um and some of them like really blew up and like went viral mm-hmm. so like the podcast video I mentioned <laughs> was the first one. Um, I did one recently that was like the oversharing worship leader. So like yes. when a worship leader is singing and uh, like singing his testimony, but it's getting a bit more out of hand each time it goes around. And that on TikTok specifically is like over 4 million plays now. Yeah, and it like wow. just keeps going. People like remaking it, doing duets with it. Um, and a lot of people asking me to release it as a song. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to release that. Um, I'm just trying to imagine that on a playlist, like serious songs, and then that one comes up, singing about tax fraud. Christian Friday. Yeah. What release was it? I wonder if they'd feature it. Maybe. Maybe. Um, But yeah, I had a lot of those meme videos, and then I found that my followers went up a lot because Mm. of the memes. Yeah. And I was like, wait, all these people are following me, probably expecting another meme. Hoping for another one of those. But I make music, and I'm like, (laughs) that's not really what I do. Uh... And then it gave me a bit of a complex because I was like, do mm. I have this whole audience now that want something that isn't really what I do? Mm. Um, I guess the worship leader one was good in that sense of like, it was a meme in the world of like worship and music, which yeah, is what I yeah. do. So that at least found more relevant people. Um, but yeah, now I find that I'm like almost reintroducing myself mm. after making music six years <laughs> yeah to this new bunch of people that have come from a comedy video just to be like yeah by the way i make music and this is what it sounds like and um that's just been a very strange thing yeah <laughs> i mean but in a sense like i find that very interesting because you know you see even on instagram you see a lot of people with like i don't know 100k followers mm. and stuff too but then yeah. you know whenever they share for example their music i mm. mean they do like the short you know i do a little bit of that short music you know yeah beats or whatever jams or something you know uh-huh. for 30 seconds and a lot of them do that and they get loads of likes loads mm. of views but then when they s- release like just a video of like hey i just you know released this album yeah, or the single one. nobody yeah <laughs> nobody and i've asked <laughs> like true. a lot of artists and they they really feel like oh my goodness like mm. the art or the the crowd that's there the listeners or the the i don't know the the viewers is what you call it the audience yeah. really just wants that but really mm. doesn't care about who the you actual are song and the or the actual <laughs> song you know yeah i, I definitely think... i noticed that with one video i did because yeah. when i was figuring out this like how instagrammy do you make it or how yeah. professional do you make it if i post a music video like a clip of an actual video that took a long time to make and money <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then it's like it doesn't do anything because mm-hmm. that's usually like horizontal as well so yeah you either like cropping it in or just posting a clip and it's like, I made a music video, and everyone's yeah. just like, okay. And then the same song, I posted one 
like just when I'd written it and it was still in demo form. And I did this video where I was just like on my phone. Mm. I was like, I've just written this song. Yeah. It sounds like this. Played like five seconds of it. And that one did like 20 times the number of yeah, yeah. views and likes. So I was like, okay, people are more into that style. But even then, all the comments were like, drop this, release the full song. I want to hear it. Mm. And then like four or five months later, once I'd finished it, mixed, mastered, done all that, I was like, it's out now. It's like tumbleweed. <laughs> it's just like, uh, remember five months ago when you all wanted yeah. that song? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I still think there's audience there. This is like just in TikTok I'm talking yeah, about. Because like, obviously yeah. there's Spotify followers and everything mm-hmm. that people actually want to hear your music. So yeah. they're going to listen, whatever. But um, I just find the TikTok aspect of it really interesting that you mm. can like tease a song and everyone's like yeah and then it's like by the way it's out and they're like oh (laughs) yeah but i mean this is i think this comes to the question where it's like us as artists musicians Mm. all you know because it's changing the 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 shift from instagram and facebook was instagram right Mm -hmm. and now the shift from instagram is actually tiktok right yeah and we as artists are kind of conflicted to the whole content creating Mm as to you know our art mm. you know producing you know putting on youtube like uh, a music yeah. video and stuff so like what what should we do like mm. so i think there's a kind of core question all of it which is like why are we making stuff yeah 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 <laughs> um and just to quickly throw in there are like guys like john jinhan mm. he says he's like doubled his listener base True. through posting tiktoks uh, obviously, like Montel Fish, blown up exactly <laughs> through TikTok. Exactly. Um, but I think when it comes down to like why we create stuff or why we do anything, like obviously as artists, we want to make art. We want to make meaningful mm. things that are probably more long form than a ten second video. But I think there's also something about like I've always said this to Christian artists and worship leaders: if if you're like recording an album or trying to make a song, mm. like it's for people. Yeah as much as it's like for God, like obviously worship songs are ministering to the Lord. They're for him. Yeah. But you don't need to record an album to like worship God. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So if you're recording something, it's for people Mm -hmm. um, or for some purpose. And I think music has this way of like connecting with people. Mm. And I think as an artist, that's one of the cool things and reasons we do what we do is like, we get to make a connection with somebody else Mm. through a song Um, that might help them. It might help them express something that they want to express or like, put words to something they're feeling and I know there's been songs that I've just like needed in a certain time or like whether it's worship like in times of prayer and worship I like mm. I don't know what I want to say but I know if I play this song this is like what yeah. I want to express yeah um or you know story songs that have like put into words things I felt and didn't know how to like grapple with all those emotions and stuff mm. um and I think that's kind of the best way to approach those platforms as well is like mm. not to go there to like promote, mm-hmm. but to build connection to yeah. be like, here's a community of people, however yeah. many it is following. And they may all not be engaging all the time and like the likes and the numbers or whatever, but on the other end of that scrolling phone screen is a person. Mm. And like now we have an opportunity to connect with that person and like mm. build a connection with them. And so I think guys like John Jin Han have done that so well because they, they're really like personal and they yeah, just share yeah. things and they respond to people and they reply to their videos with other videos and they've just like built connections with the people yeah, rather yeah. than just being like stream my song stream my song yeah yeah um yeah interesting i think like in general i think it's i don't know if it's 
safe to say this, but like maybe TikTok is making us be more better at being ourselves and mm. sharing ourselves. Because mm. I think as artists, there's a part where like, oh, I don't want to show anything. I don't want to reveal who I am. Mm. I need to protect the image yeah. of my music, of don't my show art. The unpolished side. Yeah, and it, and and it could <laughs> even be like, I need to protect the Christian side mm. of me. You know, mm. I need to protect Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is not funny. He doesn't do memes and stuff. Mm. You know. Yeah. And I and I kind of see that we've closed ourselves, and then we we sh- we re- we show it as like a offering of sacrifice mm. and then nobody <laughs> receives it or yeah. something you know yeah, yeah but i think in general like authenticity is something that tiktok really wants these days right the young people they 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 want to have that low effort one they want you know mm. i mean <laughs> it's you can fall on the other end too <laughs> try to make really something really good looking mm-hmm. and well planned and tricked to make it look low effort, but it's not low true. But yeah, I think in general, like I've learned that okay, I need to be better at sharing myself, be comfortable with who I am, mm-hmm. and by doing that and sharing yourself, it it you don't get to that question of like, am I creating content? Because mm-hmm. you're just creating conversations, you're creating yeah. moments of like your life and sharing it to people mm. and having them enjoy that. Yeah, and I think that's a really healthy place to be mm. you know instead of creating somebody and that becoming famous and that becoming a burden in the end yeah that's true and i do think some of it's personality i guess but i think we should like free people from that pressure to be like yeah. i have to be on tiktok and i have to be doing this and mm-hmm. um especially even on tiktok i see videos from like marketing people and they're like, you need to post three times a day and you need to be doing this, this. And it's just like, oh man, this is stressful and so much mm. work. But again, that comes back to like, well, only if you're doing this to blow up and get big numbers. But like, if you're doing this to connect with people, mm. it's a different approach, right? It's it's not all about like spamming and trying to get the algorithm going and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I just think it's important to have people free of that pressure because... Mm. I don't want people to listen and be like, oh man, I have to get on TikTok now and I have to do all this stuff. Like, yeah. you know, you don't have to do all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> you might just be good at putting music out and that's the capacity that you have is to like make music and that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think there's that trap again of like making something look very casual that was actually very carefully planned. Yeah. <laughs> and like how many takes did that off the cuff video <laughs> take yeah, yeah, you to yeah. film? <laughs> But, um, yeah. So, the big question. Is TikTok ruining music in one word, yes or no? No. No. That's it, guys. We solved it. We have figured out the whole issue. Um, but it is kind of like a no-yeah. It's changing music. Yeah. But is it ruining? I mean, we already said no. We've solved it. Um, yeah. <laughs> But things are changing. Things are different. Things are different. It's a whole new world. There's this involved. Oh, definitely. There's a lot of this involved. (laughs) So we got to be careful. We got to be careful with Mm -hmm. these guys. Because what happens if you're not careful? (laughs) I didn't have an answer for that. (laughs) Bad things. Let's not find out. Let's not find out. But something will. Now, we have a online community a discord server it's called creative christian hangout cch for short Mm. and um it is one of the most wonderful and chaotic places on the internet (laughs) and we started this in november 2020 i believe 
um, two years and something, two and, two and a bit years ago. Um, and basically, I'd heard a bit about Discord, and I was like, let's try this thing out. Create an online space where Christian creators can come and chat and hang yeah, out. And yeah. um, I still remember starting it and just posting it on my stories, and mm. then suddenly, like, all these people start popping yeah, in yeah, and chatting. Yeah. And it's been a constant conversation ever since. <laughs> and it's crazy, right? We didn't even know the pandemic was coming, right? I know. Well, we did at that point. That was oh, in actually, the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like November. True. After the March. Yeah. I guess so we it needed like it. All of us needed it. I think we needed it. Yeah. yeah. But it's been really good. And mm. I've like so enjoyed just like getting to know people through it. Yeah. But anyway, we wanted to pull out some highlights yes. from the community each time yes. we do one of these things. Something fun or just a cool topic that came up, a good meme, anything like that. But we're starting with a heartwarming one this time. Oh. So two people from the server called... Andre and Autumn, uh, they joined separately yeah. from their own computers <laughs> and uh, got involved in the Discord community, have been like OGs, been there from the early mm-hmm. days, and um, they became acquainted with one another. Oh. <laughs> and you might want to save it for the next bit, oh, yes, sorry, which sorry. is they got married. <gasps> oh, oh yeah, clapping as well. That's a good one. I like the combo of those songs. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, they actually met through the server, um, got married a few months back now, and some of the people from the server even went to the wedding. Wow. And they live-streamed it in the voice chat on Discord, and, like, a bunch of us watched it online, which was just super cool. Yeah. Um, now, this isn't the reason for the server. Like, yes. To make that <laughs> Please do not join for that. Okay. Abundantly clear. Uh, <laughs> we do. We have a rule, which is no shipping, which mm-hmm. means don't try and, like, put couples together on the server. Um, I mean, if it happens privately between people, then that's, that's great. What is that? Um, but if it's, you know, forced and you join for that reason, you better watch out. You're out. Because <laughs> the moderators will come and get yes, you. Yes, the lovely mods will come to you, will contact you, and possibly kick you out on the day. So. Yeah, we know where everyone lives. No, kidding. <laughs> we have your data. Uh, we got it all from tiktok no um no but it is a lovely community it is it is a really lovely community and we are very happy to it so congrats ultimate andre congrats to you guys even though it's a while ago now but we wanted to <laughs> highlight that and oh, yeah. um no but it's really cool like you know during the pandemic you know we all i mean even as creatives we all kind of need that kind of community and mm. i think online is the best part you know yeah. it worked out so well and through that actually people started meeting up you know mm-hmm. like to the wedding too yeah also people are meeting up in london meeting up in you know texas and all that and it's it's just so cool and encouraging to see just it naturally happen you know because mm. i think community in general should never be forced it should be something that true. naturally happens um and it's not about like benefiting off of each other but being like hey well hey let's be friends let's hang out let's mm. Let's talk. Let's eat together. Yeah. I think that's really cool. It is cool. And <laughs> cool if you want to be a part of that, yes. <laughs> come join CCH. Yeah, there we go. There you go. The magical place of friendship online. <laughs> we're getting used to this. Yeah, we're, we're going to use this too much yeah. to begin with. <laughs> and then we'll we'll ease off it later. But Or maybe we'll get worse. We'll just keep yeah. adding more sounds. Yep. Um, but anyway, this is the end. We haven't figured out how to end it yet, so... We'll just end it now. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
This episode of the Magnify Studio podcast was brought to you by ourselves, and we hope you enjoyed it. This is the very first one, so if you did enjoy it, we'd love it if you could share it with your friends. You could do that by sending it to them on whatever platform you choose. You can poke them on Facebook, you can send them a MySpace, send them a Snapchat, whatever you choose to do. But we'd love it if you helped us spread the word about this new podcast, and if you enjoyed it and want to support the podcast, you can support us through patreon.com forward slash Magnify Studio, where we share little updates about what's happening at Magnify, including some early access to new stuff. And for the super Patreon tier, we also have a monthly Zoom call where we all get to like chat together and hang out, and it's a good time. So thank you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.